I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tonight's edition of the Rock and Roll Happy Hour is supported by Urge Gastropub and Mason Aleworks. There right now with the traffic in Mission Valley. Ken, aren't we glad we're sitting in the studio right now? We are. You know, <laughs> frankly, I'm glad we're getting the heck out of this place in a while. <laughs> At a certain point, we're going to kiss the studio goodbye. Bye-bye. And get out of this mess. Having uh, Fashion Valley there, I'll not lament that traffic. I, I'm going to miss the uh, Casey Tandor, though. <laughs> I'm gonna miss that. You know, we'll find other places in our new home. I hope so. It is a rock and roll happy hour on FM 94.9. Brought to you by Urge Gastropub and Mason Aleworks. It's Jeremy with me tonight, as always, our San Diego craft beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. And I'm going to fanboy out a little bit. Yeah. We've got Fred from Alesmith. Welcome to the program, Welcome, my friend. Welcome, Fred. Thanks for having me. Awesome to have here. you. Um, we're, we're huge fans of what you do at Alesmith. We're huge fans of Alesmith. Can I get your autograph? Yeah, and we don't have to gush because you already gave us beer, but we're going <laughs> to gush anyway because I used to work for a brewery. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't going to mention names. Yeah. And people used to come in because I ran the tour program, Tasting Bar, and, everything, and they'd say, what is your favorite brewery in San Diego? And it's like, oh, of course, you're going to say Stone. And I'd just look them right in the eye, and I'd say Alesmith. <laughs> <laughs> so I got goosebumps just having you here. I'll make this easy for you. Off the top of your head, what is your favorite Alesmith beer? My favorite Alesmith beer? I like X. That's mine, too. Yeah, 100%. There you go. Alesmith X is an awesome beer, 10 times out of 10. And yep. I think we're going to do a variation on that tonight. We are. Uh, but let's start off with our first beer. Let's let's cut the gushing and start talking about what we're here to talk about. Music and beer. Fred, what would you pour out for us? Uh, right now we got uh, just our standard traditional IPA. <sighs> this this is as San Diego as San Diego gets. It's dank, it's pineapple it's delicious. It is it is pineapple you know, and, and just so well balanced and clean finishing. Got everything you'd want to have an IPA. If you I, don't want something that's too floral, too tropical, or too dank, too dark, too sticky, this, this rides that perfect balance And line. here's the thing about Alesmith beers, if, if I may gush just Please. a little more. Go I, I drink this beer and it's like, there, there's, not a, there's not nothing I would change about it. Nope. It's perfect. That's good. Good malt backbone. Uh, yeah. Like you said, citrus, got that pineapple flavor, not too floral. Not, it's not too anything. It's Except well it's too right down good to be true. Now, who came up with the recipe for this? Was this was this a Pete recipe? This is before my time recipe. Way before your time. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Well, you know what? <laughs> All I know is- More that, than likely a Pete recipe. So we can get this beer in two different ways. You can get it in bottles, the, the 12-ounce six-packs, and you can also get it in the bomber still, right? You, you you can. And you can get it on tap. You can get it in growler fills. You can get it in cans. Yeah, I just I just love the malt profiles in an Alesmith beer. You know, they're not sticky, but, but man, there's just no denying. It's like, wow, it's, it's clean. It's there. It's an Alesmith beer. You it's know, lovely. because yeah. it's well-crafted. You can tell it when you taste it, mm. for sure. All right, I'm going to get my nose out of your butt. Let's start off the program <laughs> with this. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9. Don't look at me like that, Ken. Yeah, usually your nose. Yeah, never mind. All right, let's get right into it. One more code word, part of a holiday feast, is BAKE, B-A-K-E, to 61749. If you want to win Boom Shocket tickets, you know, Ken, I'm going to forbid you to work at PCH if you're going to keep talking about all the reruns of the Osbournes you've been 
watching. Uh, so he's driving a tank, and then he's shooting muskets at Colonial Williamsburg. That's awesome. That actually. That may require us to play some Aussie next, but you know what? I think that would probably go with our next beer. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, Ken Wright, and Fred from Alesmith. Fred walking us through some of the delicious Alesmith offerings. Started off with the IPA. The next one, we talked about X. At the beginning of the show, and how it's yeah. both Ken and I's favorite just grab-and-go beer at any given point. Always good. This is a twist on X. Fred, what is this? This this smells orangey. It is. Uh, this is Orange X. It's, it's Like you said, it's a twist on X. You get a lot of, like you guys said, it's it's kind of your go-to uh, favorite Alesmith beer. Kind of goes under the radar a little bit. A lot of people know us for 394 and Speedway and, and uh, X. You know, as much as it's a favorite, doesn't always get the attention it deserves. Because it's not sexy. It is... It is a, a perfect staple, but it's not like supermodel quality. It's not like, ooh, it's the toasted coconut oak barrel aged stout. It's just, if you want a beer. Yeah, plus it's clear. This is a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from a barrel. It's, uh, yeah, it's, but it's, it's a good beer. So we just kind of wanted to revamp it a little bit and, and add a little twist to it. So figured orange went very well. We did a bunch of test runs and uh, worked on this for, for quite a while, and, and this is what we came out with. And what, what I like about this is it's more the orange oil. Mm-hmm. That I'm getting than than sort of a sweet juicy syrupiness. It, yeah, the aromatics are great, and it's still got that bitter clean finish. So X as a base beer, X is a pale ale, right? Yes, just a lot of lot of light, crisp, easy drinking malts, and then you pair that with the citrusiness of the orange, and there's no pithiness to it. It's right. all it's all like the sweet orange, but you don't perceive sweetness. It's right. just all that that mmm orange goodness. Yeah, we played a lot, uh, played around with a lot of um, a lot of different ingredients for this one. Didn't really want it to be like an orange peel bomb. Um, so uh, there's there's a process to it. It's uh, you know, like I said, we worked on it for about six months, just did a whole bunch of different tests and sensory in tests. In a secret underground lab. Uh, say basically the unicorns come in, yeah. they wave their little horns over the oranges in the mash tun, and it all goes in. I've been watching this. Stranger Things. I know what goes on behind <laughs> closed doors. It's a secret above ground lab, but secret enough. Things that are going on in Alesmith. Telling you right now. That's right. This does require some Ozzy Osbourne. We will do that next. Rock on! I got that feeling. I got the feeling we're about to get real deep into it. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, Ken, our friend Fred from Alesmith in here, bringing us delicious beers. Now, I just practically got my head bit off because we poured out our next beer as that last <laughs> song was ending, and I said, oh, it's a hazy beer. And Fred goes, no, it's un." Filtered, yeah, right. and, and so and so far, you know, Fred's been there with his with his charming Virginia accent, and he's been all <laughs> smiles and gentlemanly, and that was like, no, it's he was he we, that was the most stern correcting stern since rebuke. I think I live with my parents. Yes, <laughs> no. I, I have to correct this one. Probably about 10 times a week, at least. Just walking around in the tasting room, correcting this beer all the time. So there is a distinct difference between hazy and unfiltered, correct? Um, Yeah, I guess. Hazy's kind of, to me, is an extreme version of unfiltered. I think our, our mindset with this is that you can do an unfiltered beer and keep the flavor and keep the aroma in without purposely working too hard to make it look terrible. I think that that was kind of our aim. So, I mean, would you call this a New England style? I wouldn't. You would not? Nah. 
All right, then I'm not going to Some call people might. That. I mean, if so, you want to. Now, basically, what this means is you're not doing anything extra to the beer to add proteins to make it hazy or you're and obviously you're not uh you're not filtering this and you're not uh you're not throwing this through a centrifuge because you're not clarifying it for any reason. So this is basically exactly, just yeah. the beer raw if I was going to make it at home yeah. and had a really good system, right. this is what would come out. Old school, original style. You know, keep the flavor and keep the aroma in. Yeah, nothing. There's no additives. There's no flour being added or anything like that. There's there's no crazy process uh, or working backwards to. And, and you add bittering hops to the boil. It's not like you just backload them all. We add hops. <laughs> <laughs> now we're starting to get into the nitty gritty. Now I'm going to start to call bull on you. So you know, in in terms of you know comparing who are you this, colluding with Fred. <laughs> who are you colluding with? <laughs> the man who pays his check. <laughs> You know, mouthfeel wise, you know, there there's not a lot of difference in a hazy and an unfiltered IPA, at least your unfiltered IPA. This is what called this is broken filter. Broken filter, yeah. This is actually a, a collab that we did with uh Beachwood. Ah, uh, uh, those guys yeah, uh, they Julian don't is suck. Julian is a is a is a master when it comes to recipes. So Oh my he, goodness. He knows what he's doing. Yes. Can I bring that on the show sometime just Any, to bring it on? Anytime. Any you want to bring a Beachwood beer, you're more <laughs> yeah, than I welcome. I think I may have to. <laughs> so you you did this with him and but I'm just I'm still trying to wrap my head around the difference between unfiltered and hazy and what really makes the difference because like I said mouthfeel is there it's really floral there there is a more substantial bitterness to this it does follow the hazy style as far as um like fruity and tropical hops and and not the piney and and dank and citrusy pineapple kind of hops but yeah it's just it, to me it's not it's not going out of your way to make something it, something that it doesn't need to be. How much of this was off the base of what your Alesmith IPA is? Zero. Okay, good. Because uh. I was going to say, because compared to that, this is slightly more passion fruity. You've lost a lot of the, the grapefruitness to it, uh, the pineappleiness, and you've, it, you've kind of supplemented that with what, to me, I'm perceiving as passion fruit. Yeah, you know, what's interesting to me is that uh, recently we had uh, somebody with a hazy IPA on the show, and it uh, we, we were... Uh, lovingly calling it pog juice. Mm, mm-hmm. Th- this does not taste like pog juice <laughs> at all. What does this taste like? And I like the hazy IPAs. I, I don't, yeah. don't want to give out the wrong impression. You know, we we want to keep San Diego regional beer the way it is. We don't want to try to mimic another region. But we want to make all, all kinds of flavors and styles of beer, especially when it comes to IPAs. Well, this is a very, very tasty IPA. I enjoy this. Now, I can only imagine this isn't something you're going to find packaged anytime soon since it's a collab. It's kind of a one-shot deal. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yep. Yep. Draft and, only. And what's the shelf life? I mean, is it is it more fragile because it hasn't yeah. been filtered and there's still proteins? Exactly. And stuff yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say you want to get it off the shelf a little faster than your standard. You I'll know, do everything I can. Sir. <laughs> Shouldn't be a problem, right? <laughs> uh, PCH this weekend. I'll be pouring pints of it for everybody. Have another one, guys. It's on me. Uh, fine, then I'll take you up on that, sir. Because my glass is empty. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9. Now, Fred from Alesmith is here with us in the studio tonight. And I want to pin something on you, Fred, because when I was drinking with Peter, when you guys were launching your sublime Mexican-style lager, he said that the Cheese Smith, Cheese Works, whatever you're going to call it. Cheese Smith for now. Cheese Smith <laughs> was going to happen soon. He promised. He promised to come on the program and bring us cheese. And we've had his cheese curds before. They're delicious. So. It's still soon. It's still right. soon? It's still soon. So with this whole revamping of the tasting room you guys have just recently done. Yeah, we kind of... Uh, we, we- 
kind of put all of our effort into that uh, and put Cheesemith a little bit on the back burner. Now it's back. Construction's underway. As of now, we're setting up for a February opening for the public. So we still got a little bit more to build. We're bringing in the equipment. All the equipment is in-house now. It is Ken, on the ground. Write that down. We have it from a February. official Alesmith representative, Cheesemith, in February. Okay. If that doesn't, if that's not met, we will hold you accountable for that. Uh, can, uh, can we give out uh, Peter's cell number over the uh, air? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Give me one second. Oh, you know what? My my phone battery just died, so (laughs) try me next time. (laughs) We're drinking beer from Alesmith tonight. We've had the unfiltered IPA collaboration with Beechwood, uh, which is called Broken Filter. Orange X, which I think we've already drank the whole growler of that, and the Alesmith IPA. Let's go on to a beer that um, I do believe, is, as far as I know... Last year, this was still called Yule Smith, right? I believe we switched it last year. So la- I, last year, it went from Yule Smith to your double red. That's right. We well, we had Yule Smith, we had summer Yule Smith, but yeah. it was after that that during the winter it became right. double red. That's so the, right. Yep. It, it has now been double red uh, for a year now, and now summer summer Yule Smith is just standard double IPA Dippa, and this that? is Drippa. Well, okay. One one extra letter. I'm going to write this all down. <laughs> Do you have any crayons? Have a calendar. You know, Jeremy, okay, all the on. paper has so. gone out of the studio. <laughs> it's because they took our printers, yeah, dude. They took everything. <laughs> so, all right, Kent, it's easy to remember. Double IPA summer. Got it. Double red in winter. Because you want more malty, you want more rich, you want yep. more dark, flavorful beers in winter because, well, it's winter. That's what you need. Yeah, so the double IPA has more of, a, more of like a citrusy hop kind of base, and this one here is a little bit more on the pine side. A little pine needle impression around like Christmas time. Like a Christmas time. tree. Yeah. Um, a little bit more malty backbone, obviously, with it being a red. A lot more malty, but it, it's really well. It's got a good counterpoint with the hops against the malt in this beer. Everything oh, in man, this beer I works. love this beer. This is, it's a good one. I, I got to say, the beer formerly known as Winter Yule Smith may be second to X in terms of my... No, then there's Speedway. I was going to say Speedway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like 394, too, when mm-hmm. I'm at the ball game. Yeah. And uh, they're all my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it fourth. Yeah. Is Fred, is there more? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, actually, there happens to be more. Now, so I guess the, the, the biggest thing about this beer is that it's a winter seasonal. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. on shelves now. And it when is, it's yeah. gone, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. When it's gone, we're we're done making this one for the year. Get it, get it while you can. Get it before it's gone. In fact, um, well, Ken, uh, I'm done with my glass. Are you done with yours? I think his bottle's almost empty. Uh, pour me some. Pour me some while we play this. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on FM 94.9, supported by Urge Gastro Pub and Mason Ale Works. Is Jeremy with me tonight? Our Minister of Indoctrination, our San Diego craft beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. Hello. We've also got uh, Fred from Alesmith in here. You guys have been busy, at Alesmith. You had the huge Grand Prix during Beer Week, which you know, if, if anybody has not experienced the Alesmith Grand Prix, next beer week, make it a point because you guys do flights of different Speedway Stout beers with, you know, different ingredients. And each flight is a lap. And you do, what, three or four laps total? Well, we do three. We do three different laps, and then we do a VIP lap. Oh. Uh, yeah, so there's actually four different laps, and then there's always specialty stuff on tap. So all in all, there's probably about 20 to 25 different Speedway variants that you can get. And I know you just did a, a, a crazy tap takeover at Hamilton's for second Saturday, what, a couple weeks ago now? Yeah, yeah, 20, 20 taps. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. They came by. They came into our ambulance stave, which, if you're not familiar, that's a, a basically a barrel blendery for customers. All of our barrel beers are on tap there. You can come in. You can 
decide how you want to blend, you know, whatever you might see on the menu. So they came by, they blended their own beer just for that event. Uh, and it turned out great. It was, it was a lot of fun. Second Saturday with those guys is always fun. You know, th- th- this is what I really dig about Ailsmith. You, you guys are, are keeping the adventure yeah. in craft beer and you're letting your fans kind of participate in that adventure. I like it. I That's like the it a point lot. of craft beer, right? Like, what, what other adventures can you take us on? Yeah, every year, uh, right at the end, December 30th, 31st, we do a tap recap. So everything that was real big, you know, from the year before, everything from the Speedway Grand Prix, everything from the IPA week that we do, you know, all of our big sellers, we bring them back out. We'll have some really cool beers coming up right at the end of the month. Chocolate Chip Cookie Speedway was the winner of the <laughs> Grand Prix this year. I can't imagine why. Uh, it's people have made a big deal about it. It's it's a good oh. and you know Speedway is just wow. I mean can you think of a stop stop all right stop right there did you taste the sh- beer he sh- just poured sh- out don't talk don't talk. no man I'm still working on this where of, is of, it of course we're gonna end with Speedway but what uh, did I just drink so this was one from our Grand Prix uh, it should be back on tap also we'll be doing uh, kicking coconut it's basically a Thai Speedway lots of peppers and chilies in it uh, wait did you say peppers and chilies little, yes. I love peppers and a little chili. bit of peanut. Um, and then, of course, the coconut to balance out for Whoa. the sweetness. This was my favorite from the Speedway Grand Prix this year. I, I, this, this is the best way I can compare this beer to oh anybody my who hasn't tried this. If you've tried Indra Kanendra from Ballast Point, oh my it, it's it's kin to that, but where Indra yeah, is but, very, 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 very curry and spicy. I was just going to say, very curry, almost like cumin-like. Yes, this is on the more sweet end and more tame. And once again, we put Alesmith in balance in the same sense because it's it's incredible. I mean, I gotta say, normally with, with all these variants on Imperial Stouts coming out, it's easy to go over the top and just muck it up with all kinds of goofy flavors, but everything here is just singing together in one magnificent, glorious <laughs> chord. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to have the the core flavor still come through. You know, you, wow. you want to have all the fun stuff up front, but the, the did, heat on this beer is what's killing. You know, me. I would like a plate of pod Thai right now to mm, go with this. That'd be delicious. <laughs> that would be. This is a it? good food beer too. Oh, it's great. No, it's the, this beer is one of my f- most favorite, well balanced beers that we've done over the past year. Mm. Yeah, and the heat is just it's just perfect. It's 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 not like. Oh my God! I just drank a pepper beer. I need right. something else. This it's it's almost like the heat you get after eating an atomic fireball. It's that back of the tongue, <laughs> back of the throat yeah. heat. But you got the sweetness from the coconut and everything. It's just yeah, it doesn't hang around too long. Crazy good. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, if you're not good. a huge fan of spice, you can still handle it. Sorry, I was having a moment. Yeah, me too, Jeremy. <laughs> I, 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 too. I think with that, I'm I'm verklempt. I'm done. Happy We're- holidays, everybody. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> All right, little Kenny. Thank you. <laughs> Huge thanks to our friends, Urge Gastropub and Mason Aleworks, for supporting the Rock and Roll Happy Hour, making tonight's episode possible. For all the details of the beers we drank, it's all posted online at fm949st.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.